captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey everyone, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for the second episode of The Jar, taking a little break from our usual on-point, incredible, targeted coverage of the hit show, New Girl, uh, to talk about uh, my favorite name for a movie idea in The Jar, New Guy, Good Girl. Uh, I am neither the new girl nor the new guy nor the good girl. My name is Ali Lasher, and this was a botch. I am joined by the good guy, Akiva Winokur. There's uh, there's like a tradition in wrestling. You didn't do this, but uh, just like so you should know. There's a tradition in wrestling. If you like mess up really badly to the point where it's obvious to the audience, sometimes they'll chant like, you effed up, you effed up. So That be should have been on you to chant. That's not for me to know. I know. I'm just letting you like it's just a, like a uh, funny sort of like wrestling thing. But I was only Matt that. and Mari can speak to me about wrestling. OK. Mm-hmm. So, Akiva, we were just chatting as we rarely do these days, but we were just chatting about um, the pick for the jar this week. Mm-hmm. Best name for sure. But sort of to borrow uh, to follow in the footsteps of your number one podcast, Renap. Maybe better name than concept. What do you think? Yeah, sometimes you think of a name and it's like, oh, that's so funny. But then you get there and it's like, oh, that's what we're doing this week. So I think <laughs> it's like we watched two movies from 2002 that each have <laughs> Zooey Deschanel in them. For like five minutes total. When you're talking about uh, like this show or New Girl, if if such a thing happens outside, like outside of the Internet to a real person. Sure. IRL. Do you call her Zoe or Zooey? Because I find myself saying Zooey and just... I think I call her Zooey and and people just let it go. I think we have to stick to the bit forever. (laughs) I mean, in my notes, she's... I mean, this is going to be funny because I was going to say she's Zooey in my notes about the movie, Mm -hmm. which is how you spell her name. But, like, I think Zooey when I'm writing it down. I'm like, oh, and there's Zooey making a, like, manic pixie cameo. (laughs) I maintain, though... So... So somebody Manic Pixie to, is w- w- the name of one of Zooey's kids also. <laughs> the that was pretty good. The I was talking to someone about this new guy good girl adventure and he was like, "Oh, those are sort of weird movies to pick for Zooey projects." He didn't say Zooey obviously cuz he's a terrible. Mm-hmm. Enormous. Um I still maintain I think you were more in the camp of it should be like a real project for them. This is, I would say, she's. I think she's third build in uh, the new guy, but that might be retroactive based on her fame now on like IMDb. Like I think she's like the fifth most important character in that movie, yeah. maybe. And she's like barely. She's like background, like named background in the Good Girl. Uh, but I still think that it's fine to have a project that someone from the core five is like tangentially in that did yeah. not offend me about these picks. No, that's not the problem. And she, you know, they were filmed <laughs> the same year, but she looks like different human beings also in both movies. That my head exploded. Cause I watched the good girl a few days ago and was like, wow, like baby Zooey, blah, blah, blah. And then I watched new guy today. And I was like, she's even younger, even more baby Zooey. And nope, same exact year. I mean, I don't know when they were filmed. I yeah, I wonder if one of them was just like in develop, not like it was just like they made it. I mean, both of these, 
like I don't think were major hits. So I wonder if one of them was filmed you? and then just uh, sat in a in a you know in a dark closet for a couple of years before they dropped it. Yeah, I mean, she's playing a high school student in The New Guy. And in The Good Girl, she's not playing a high school student. She's probably playing somewhere in around college age. So mm-hmm. it, it's probably just like she was intended to look younger in The New Guy. And that they achieved for sure. Which movie do you want to talk about first? Well, let's... I, I want to apologize to the audience. Producer Kelly, God bless her, submitted some questions. But we made... We did no diligence here to see if this would even be, like, readily available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't commit crimes. So there is no way to watch The Good Girl, like, and pay for it. Mm-hmm. I, like, what about I was emotional trying... crimes? Are you an emotional <laughs> criminal? You tell me. <laughs> I think, look, I have – this is, like, available mm-hmm. – by someone illegally for sure on YouTube. So I watched No, you could that's not illegal clips. to watch on YouTube. You could it's watch It's not illegal on for me. I'm saying the person who's posted it should not be mm-hmm. posting it. You're not gonna narc on them, right? Well I'm narking on them right now. But anyway You're gonna go to jail. Only clips like I marked it in my notes, but it was like parts one and two were there, parts three gone, parts like four through five there, missing part six, and then I got through part nine and the last two parts, 10 and 11, weren't there. So I have not even seen all of The Good Girl. And so our poor listeners, if you've tried to participate, you can't. So let's get The Good Girl out of the way. This will sort of be a true reverse new girl old guy in that I haven't seen what we're talking about. And you are the you have to be the de facto expert. Well, I'm, I, I'm sort of happy about that a little in the sense that I know The Good Girl much better than I know the new guy. I fell asleep watching the new guy. Um, I don't want to say which one I like better, but like I, I, I feel like I know the good girl better. Well, here's a spoiler. I was dreading watching the new guy because we both don't have like good feelings about the main actor. Yeah. And I was really excited to watch the good girl because if you don't have good feelings about Jake Gyllenhaal and Jen Aniston, who are you? And I love the new guy and I could miss the good girl. Mm-hmm. How about that for a take? Yeah. Let me let me read the poster for the Good Girl if people are unfamiliar with I think which I think most people are it it uh, it had an eight million dollar budget made sixteen million dollars so it wasn't a flop it was just a small movie but the, and it looks like every sort of like B plus B movie type movie from the early two thousands that you'd like order on like the red Netflix DVDs to your house um, Jennifer Aniston Zooey Deschanel Jake Gyllenhaal. Tim Blake Nelson, John C. Riley, and Mike White. Who's Tim Blake? Bubba. Yeah, Tim Blake Nelson is okay. uh, is 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 her husband's friend. Um, that like a ridiculous cast, and you're like, wow, that's you know that's interesting. Is this a comedy? No, there's not one funny part of this movie. It is, it is a <laughs> depressing drama that they decided to like. We they Mike White is the you know is is a, is a maybe like the eighth lead, but also the screenwriter. I think Mike White has a bigger role in this than Zooey, and it's not even a question. Yeah, and um, uh, the director Miguel Arteta has made. Do you ever see the movie Cedar Rapids? It was also had John C. Riley in it. Oh, like maybe, but yeah, no, like those are not made for like you know basic fools like me. 
And but he directed yesterday, uh, amazingly. He's also the director of yesterday, and he hasn't directed that many things. But there is a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, I know. Like the wild. synergy, and I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt you because you were gonna say like the only like important context that's gonna be said on this podcast about either of these films. But did you see the news that dropped last week that Jake Gyllenhaal was asked about this movie specifically with by Howard Stern? No. What happened? Oh my God! It was like. We, we were like, all right, we've picked this from the jar. And then, boom, Jake Gyllenhaal's, like, being interviewed by Howard Stern. And he's like, so, you uh, sex scene, Jennifer Aniston. That must have been torture, right? And, like, he was like, yeah, it was. I had such a crush on her, but she was great. And, like, they put a pillow between it. She's a professional. End of story. But all of the headlines ran. Jake Gyllenhaal says, like, sex scene with Jennifer Aniston was torture. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I saw that. Also, the good girl's getting pressed, but nobody can watch it. Yeah, I, I saw that headline, but I figured it was – it didn't say, like, which movie. I figured it was, um, like, a new movie or something. It, it that, like, that didn't – the headline didn't really interest me at all, and I didn't click on it. But I, in hindsight, I did see that trending on Twitter. All right, back to you. Sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, imagine you you have this cast. You have Jennifer Aniston married to John C. Riley, and you have Zooey and, and Jake Gyllenhaal, Tim Blake Nelson, and you make this, like, very depressing – drama about a, a, hus- a, a small town woman trapped in a horrific marriage in like this bleak society she they <laughs> she works in like imagine if walmart went out of business and like you and i tried to open up a new walmart in in like part of that walmart like a very it's small called, part of what's it what's called rodeo retail or something? rodeo retail, retail. Rodeo. like they retail want to make it like road like walmart but really it's like a knockoff like cvs almost it you know, felt honestly it felt more like when i was first watching it i was like oh she works in a convenience store mm-hmm. and then i was like oh no it's like large like it looked like you know a, a dollar store convenience store type thing but it's actually more of a walmart they're trying to Question make it mark. yeah they're trying to make it seem like it's um, they're trying to make it seem like it's a bigger store, but they, it's just, they don't have a big budget and they didn't do a good job and it's just No, the whole thing is, is so dark, probably on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. You know, movie people. Yeah. But I like depressing movies. I don't mind being depressed. I actually watched Together Together last weekend. Have you oh, heard was that? of that? Yeah, it's on I my really, maybe watch list. I gotta tell you. I loved it. It might be one of the best movies I've seen in the last couple of years. Okay. Now, I've probably just ruined it by saying that to you. I knew nothing about it. I had never heard of it. I'm a sheep. Hulu served it up to me, and I was like, all right. I loved it. Mm-hmm. 90 minutes clean. You're in. You're out. You get a story. Loved it. Anyway, I don't mind being depressed. Right. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Full stop. But this, like, okay, I clearly missed some parts. Like, I missed when they first actually – Hook up, but we'll talk about that because I feel like we do need a little Kiwi Digest, although mm-hmm. you did a great serving up of this to begin with. But you mentioned that she's in this horrific marriage. She tells, so J- she meets a very young Jake Gyllenhaal. He's, I think, 22. She's the ripe old age of 30. She makes mm-hmm. some good age jokes about Washed being 30. Washed up. Yeah. Um, and so they, like, have a connection as these two. She's definitely interested in him because he's this, like, mysterious, good-looking, brooding guy who keeps to himself and he's interested in her because like nobody pays him any attention question mark they definitely have like immediate mismatch of like what they're in it for here but regardless uh she says my husband's a pig he's so terrible he's so terrible we see scenes of him smoking weed with his friend bubba and like not really paying her any attention 
Mm-hmm. In it, did I miss a scene where like things are worse than that? Like he kind of just seems like a dope, and yeah, she's not dope. in love with him. But in terms of a horrific marriage, well, I, you may have missed some bad stuff at the end. So, well, forget the end. I'm talking about in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like just, so, to me, a, a big problem with the movie, assuming that I didn't miss a chunk in part three where they set this up. Like, she's just showing up and telling Jake Gyllenhaal I'm in this horrific marriage, but, like, we're seeing this sort of, like, lovable dope who wants to have kids who's maybe, like, smoking weed and, like, giving up. Like, not, not necessarily, like, horrific. Yeah, but she's clearly very unhappy. She is objectively very unhappy. But to me, like, when someone... Like, it begs the question, like, what is trapped? And is trapped just... Are they in the South? Like, where even are they? Texas, Texas. Okay, so, like, they're in the South. She got married super young. Mm-hmm. She's trapped in the sense of, like, maybe financial dependence. Right, we don't really need expectations. Relig- there's, like, a religious aspect. Mm-hmm. But I think as a criticism of the movie, I wasn't like, oh, I hate John C. Riley. I feel like you really need to hate John C. Riley. Yeah. Unless yeah, you're supposed to likeable. hate her. Maybe you're supposed to hate her. I can't imagine. I can't imagine they got Jennifer Aniston after I mean, Friends. Or in the She's middle of a, friends. There's a huge, like, Holden Caulfield reference, right? Like, the, Tim... Um, Jake Gyllenhaal calls himself Holden, and he's, like, obsessed with Catcher in the Rye. Right. So, like, isn't that the whole thing about Holden Caulfield is that he's sort of, like, this, like, anti-hero? Like, he's, mm-hmm. like, a... What's it called? Like, a hateable, lovable person? Like... Yeah, he's an anti-hero? Yeah, like, I almost think, like, that's her. I have just went on way too that long she, about this. You think there's a lot Holden to unpack here. I don't know. What do you think? I haven't read Catcher in the Rye in a long time. But Me neither. I'm just pulling But out it's of also my like butt. the most boring, like, it, it was done so many times. Like, somebody obsessed with Catcher in the Rye is such a boring, like, major plot point of this movie. Like, I already hated it. I'm like, oh, who cares? You know? And he's holding. What are they trying to make here? Like, it's, it's, this is such a, it feels like such a B movie with, like, A-list stars, right? You, you know what I mean by B movie? Like, it's. Like the great movie that me, Chappelle, your son, and uh, Dominic Sesternino are going to talk about. Yeah, yes, that is a, <laughs> the B movie is an A movie. This is, you know, like like somewhere between blockbuster and straight to DVD, but like closer to straight to DVD. It's like very low rent and schlocky, and and that's what this is. Yeah, so she gets like. Well, the she, irony of the Holden Caulfield thing to me is that she's really the antihero. Yeah, she is the one who's like. I'm in this horrible situation, but as we'll talk about, she makes, you know, very questionable moral decisions. And I don't mean cheating on her husband. Yeah, she so she cheats on her husband with Jake Gyllenhaal. He becomes, like, infatuated with her. There's How does that like- happen? Because I miss that key. She rejects him. She's like, they've become friends. There's clearly a flirtation. She drives him home. She goes into his parents' house with him and then rejects, like, a kiss later. And then, I boom, I jump to part four, yeah. and they're stupping. He sends her a letter, which is like, if you don't meet me at this time at Chuck E. Cheese, I'm never speaking to you again. This, I'm not making this up. Like, you'd think I'm lying to you. Was it at happened. Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, he, he, no. Well, they had to meet near t- Chuck E. Cheese. But, um, like, literally Chuck E. Cheese or, like, um, like, Goodman's Gouda. Like, was it like a retail rodeo, like a knockoff Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, I don't remember if we see Chuck E. Cheese, honestly. Okay. Um, <laughs> And then, like, Gwen, who's not Zooey Deschanel, but the other, like, older woman who works with them at, at Retail Rodeo. Oh, I forgot about her. Who like, she cares? Get, yeah, who cares? But she gets sick. <laughs> and then, and then um, 
like she has to take her to the hospital. She goes to this motel, uh, Stups. Um, oh, that was their first Stup. All right, yeah. then what the hell even happened in part three? Because I saw the Stup in the dead. The Chuck E. Cheese part, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, I missed the most interesting part of the movie. It sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> this is chaos. Yeah, her marriage just gets gets worse. The best friend catches them cheating. No, no, his, sorry, Bubba, the husband's yeah. best friend. The husband's best, yeah, yes. The husband's best friend catches her cheating on John C. Riley with Jake Gyllenhaal. This is much less interesting in the movie than it sounds now, by the way. Like, we're doing a, we're making yeah, I'm it having much, much more, more fun listening yes. to you talk about it than um, having watched it. Uh, so, so she goes and tells Jake Gyllenhaal we're not going to do it anymore. Meanwhile, she goes to visit her coworker in the hospital. Her coworker has died. Best line in the movie, and I did get a laugh, is when she goes home, she goes home unsure. She thinks, I, I thought she thought that John C. Riley saw her. Yeah. Because Bubba, Bubba the friend always picks the husband up from work. And then she sees the truck, Bubba's truck, at the motel when she leaves. So, like, I think she's sort of like, who saw me? Did anyone see me? Does my husband know? So she goes home and sort of hides behind this news that Gwen died and later, like, cries. Like, I think in relief that John C. Riley clearly doesn't know they've been she's been having an affair. Right. She uses the death. Um, but she says, Gwen passed away. <laughs> and he just goes, oh, what for? <laughs> like, instead of, like, from what? Yeah. He's like, what for? Yeah, that was very Which is weird. a hilarious maybe, maybe way that's to like, respond. Maybe that's how they said it back then? I don't know. And I don't to remember. To be clear, that was my southern accent. <laughs> Yeah. What, what for? Like I can't. You nailed it. No, that that's how everyone in the South spoke back then. Um, back then, you sound like they were on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. So uh, there's like uh, church stuff involved, and you don't. We don't really have Skip to get the into church it. Stuff. Yeah, but was, then was her were, were his parents at the church meeting? Is that why she like freaks out and turns around? No, I think she freaks out because the person who saw her with Jake Gyllenhaal at the motel is also there. Oh, Bubs is there. I thought it was her, his, um, much, would have been much more interesting if it was Tim's parents. Tom? Tim, yeah. Holden? Who cares? Yeah, Holden. And, the church uh, stuff could really miss me on that. Yeah, I, I agree. Really uh, in the meantime, she, she tells Jake Gyllenhaal they're done. Then the best friend blackmails her into sleeping, um, with, with him. One thing uh, I just want to jump in really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I missed that. That was in part six, but I was fine with it. Like, mm -hmm. he had, uh, anyway. Because, like, Holden Just, later, see, how did Holden see her having sex with him? He was also at the motel. That motel he, no, he got goes, a lot of action. No, no, this, I, I, I thought that one was at home and that um, he comes to the house to see her and, like, sees them through ah. the window. So the one thing I really liked that I but thought. you got to close the shades, people. Like, this is a big <laughs> lesson this morning. Like if you're if you're having an affair in broad daylight, you like you can't you can't do it in front of the, the like the door to the house. Crazy. Look, we've both given great advice now on how to have an affair. John, mm -hmm. you know Johnny Bananas got caught uh, hooking up with someone else at the bar on the Big Brother Girl, and he was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. And one of the ways they identified him was like an Instagram picture earlier where he's wearing this like aqua floral Hawaiian shirt. And then you can, like, see it at the bar. I'm like, you got to wear, like, a black t inconspicuous tee if you're going to make mm -hmm. out in public without your girlfriend. Yeah. I heard this. People think I don't listen. I listen. You don't um, listen. That's okay. I, I, that. I wouldn't listen I either. All right. So, um, yes. No, no, wait. Sorry. I, I'm being the, the chaotic energy here. But mm -hmm. I just, the one thing I really liked, not the one thing, I really liked how clear it is from Jump throughout this whole thing from when she breaks it off with him when they're they're 
having like this affair moment and she says what are we doing and he says making one out of two blah and she just goes i haven't thought this through <laughs> like it's so clear the whole time that he is she is using him for this escape that for what the freedom he could represent yeah, there's nothing great about like, him he's just a kid but it's but she it's and and you can see so clearly from minute one what it is to her and how different it is to him that it is like a great love, a ticket out, motivation for this, like, writing that he wants to do that he's, like, pretty terrible at. So, like, I really liked throughout that, like, their their motivations were so different throughout the whole time. I thought that was, like, really effective and comes back to bite her, well, bite him mm-hmm. <laughs> later. Yeah, so he, now he has caught her, so he's really mad. He, he like, you know, she wants to break it off with him, but, but, uh, he says, like, you know, I could just kill your husband. We could be together, blah, 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 blah. She realizes she's in too deep. She goes to his parents, because remember, he's, like, 22 and, I guess, lives at home, and says, hey, like, your son is imagining a relationship with me. We're not in a relationship. I'm married. Of course, how could I be in a relationship? That was mm-hmm. cold. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need to basically put him in an institution. Which is so sad, because one of the things he says is, like, I like we can like run away together and like then my parents will be happy enough that they'll give me money to like write my book. So like he's not like given up on his parents. It's not like he doesn't care about what his parents think. And so she just like buses him right to his parents, which is like so cruel unless she's really the antihero here. All you know, he's crazy, Mm -hmm. but she's brutal. Um, I think at this point she's pregnant also. I think we should. Yeah, so Jen, she finds out now that she's pregnant. A big storyline, a big conflict between her and her husband yeah. is that, like, she, and this is why I also didn't think he seemed that bad again in the beginning. Like, they're having fertility issues, and it's not, like, the old trope of him being like, well, you're good for nothing. Like, you, like he goes and gets his, like, sperm checked and is like, you know, he's not like, this couldn't be me, that's the problem kind of thing. Um, and she does get pregnant, he walks in on her taking a pregnancy test. So that's how I like who knows if she would have told him. And so he's thrilled. It's like a miracle. Like he assumes like his boys can swim and then gets a call that his fertility test came back that he can't get someone pregnant, that his sperm, what does he say? His sperm are no good or something. And, uh, you know, I think Bubba might think it's his, uh, Later, she tells Jake Gyllenhaal, which blows my mind that she even tells, like, why tell a Looney Tune that you're pregnant if you really want to get rid of him? Like, it's all extremely complicated. And I think throughout the whole movie, like, I never really know, like, where she's going to go. She kind of zigs when I think she's going to zag. Like, if you really want nothing to do with Jake Gyllenhaal, why are you telling him you're pregnant? Yeah, I mean, listen, she's made a bunch of bad decisions, possibly, at, uh, you know, in, in her 30 years. But... Yeah, then then she gets to work, and her loser boss is like, hey, someone stole $15,000. Was it you? No. Then it must have been... Uh, well, no, they're like, we know it was Holden because yeah. we, he left his card in the thing. And then they later find out that Mike White, the pious Mike White police officer slash religious guy, uh, has been watching them hook up in the storage room. So, like, mm-hmm. now she's sort of, like, linked to this crime, potentially. Right. Right, they've been hooking up in uh, in the in storage room of this store that has maybe one customer at a time, even though it's supposed to be Walmart. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So, but he did, in fact, Jake Gyllenhaal, in fact, did steal the money. He tells her, "We're gonna. This is like our escape route, right? This money. We're gonna start a new life together." Um, 
meanwhile, he gets home. She gets home, and and like um, all of a sudden, her husband's there, but also the the best friend who she cheated with has a new girlfriend. They're all celebrating this new baby, and of course, in the middle of the night or at night when you get home from work, like that's when the doctor usually calls you at home, <laughs> and says like, "By the way, your sperm is bad." That's like a phone call at seven p.m. Usually, <laughs> like, your boys cannot swim. Well, Jerry. Uh- so, yeah, so it seems like, again, this is when I was sort of like, the, the husband's thrilled, like he's, Bubba goes along with it and says, like, oh, no, the doctor's just wrong, whatever. Um, but at this point, she, you know, she's planning to sort of get rid of Holden. And I think before she even throws him under the bus to his parents, she considers killing him with roadside blackberries. Mm-hmm. Which is how, well, that's, yeah, that's how her, that's how her uh, co-worker died. The blackberries are how what? her coworker died. Yeah. Oh, the parasite came from the blackberries. Yes. Yes. Okay, so I missed that part of it. So it wasn't like she. I, I was just like, these are shady blackberries. Like, did she put something on them? Okay, no, fine. They're so I didn't really miss anything. Yeah. All right. So uh, J- Jake Gyllenhaal just shows up to work when he's a wanted man, and the police are swarming, and just like was wearing a bucket hat, like that's some kind of disguise. And they hatch a plan where she's basically like, all right, like, I'll meet you at the motel tomorrow at noon mm-hmm. and we'll, like, blow this pop stand. Right. Did, what did you think she was going to do there? I really didn't know. I thought that was an interesting part of the movie. I was pretty sure he was going to die. Like, I, I thought it was just where it was going because he t- just talked about it early in the movie. I thought it was, like, foreshadowing. But I didn't care. That's the problem. Like, there's no one to root for in this movie. Like, Jennifer Aniston is, like, America's sweetheart. But she's it's a terrible role, and I think she's also really bad in this movie. Like, I think there are actresses who would have done a much better job in this role than she did. What, like Reese? I think Reese Witherspoon would have been much better in this movie. Much I mean, I, I, like all the parts times. that I'm realizing were parts that I liked were because of Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm sorry, was because of Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, oh, everyone else is even worse. I, that I would agree with, everyone else. I mean, her husband is okay at times. Like, he has a funny line. When when he, they get the call that he can't, that he, you know, is infertile, uh, but already knows that his wife's pregnant, is like, I guess she's not pregnant if I'm infertile. And, like, can't put two and two together. That was, like, the only time I left in the movie. Um and then so the next morning is like, uh, now it's decision time for Jennifer Aniston, right? Is she going to li- stay, you know, stay working at the store with her husband and raise the kid with him, even though it's certainly right, not his? I, I see mean, you- retail rodeo mm-hmm. and a loveless life for the rest of my life. To my left, I see freedom and the road ahead. And I thought she was going to just take off. Yeah. But no. She should have taken, taken off. She goes to the stop. motel. I mean, she goes yeah. to work. Mm-hmm. And she turns him in. She says, I know where you could find him to the boss. And then she sees on the news that there was a standoff and he shot himself, yeah. which was coming because, like you said, like suicide was such a major theme in all of his yeah. like terrible writing. So like and he, he kept saying, like, I want to just like make an impact on the world. I want to leave an impact on the world. So like it, presumably like him stealing the fifteen thousand dollars and like making the news for this and then shooting himself like. Are we supposed to believe that that was like sufficient and maybe thinking that he impregnated someone for him? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I thought. What a world. Yeah. What a world. Um, yeah. But she narks on him. He kills himself. Um, 
then uh, she used the credit card, I think, to uh, book the motel that she cheated on her husband with. Okay, so, so this is where I jump off because, I, yeah, I, I last saw, like, everything's sort of fine. And then all of a sudden, it's like, there's still 20 minutes left of this movie. And I can't get the two parts on YouTube. But the last thing I saw was Bubba runs in and, like, says he opened a credit card bill. Please, please, please don't turn me in. And then that's – so I have no idea what happened. So I was going to read the Wikipedia, but I was like, should I guess? Should I do, like, a reverse Kiwi's guide? Or should you just tell you me? Guess. I think I'm going to tell you because I don't think you could guess or would even want to. So, yeah, so he, <laughs> okay, he realizes well, – he says, "Have you been cheating?" Trying to have a little She's, fun. Well, uh, you'll see in a second. Like she says, yes, and then uh, I, I mean, don't does think he kill either. her? No, does he, he hits kill her. Because you said the ter- okay. He hits her. She does say that later. She says, "Like he'll yeah. hit me, but he'll kill you." To right. Jill and Hall. Yeah. So he hits her, and is like, "Is it my baby?" Um, and uh, I don't rem- like. I, I I think it's like left open ended. And then he says, who'd you cheat with? Was it Mike White, the, you know, corny, the security guard at the at the store? And she says, yes. Oh. Um, yeah, so then the next day she gets to work and um, she's, like, you know, trying to hide the fact that, she's, that she got hit last night. Meanwhile, corny is, like, in a cast because uh, two big burly men, unnamed, but clearly it's her husband and his best friend, beat up Mike White because he slept with uh jennifer aniston even not to like slut shame he's the only male in the movie who did not sleep with jennifer aniston um and then uh yeah so she's like so she'll be basically she chose the life of staying with her husband staying at retail rodeo and then we see them at the end like um married with with a baby so i'm reading the wikipedia so she does tell him that it's his kid that guy really is a dope. Yeah, even though we know it's not. It could be his best friend, and it probably would be Jake Gyllenhaal, but we don't know, but it's definitely not his. It's definitively not his, per the doctor. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the fact that she says it's corny is insane. Like, that's like Mike White wanting to get more airtime. Like, that makes no sense that he would even... I guess maybe because he... She denies knowing Jake Gyllenhaal when he kills himself on television he's like did you know him and she's like no so i guess it's like the only other guy that she he even knows that she'd be associated with and there was this weird moment where she wants them to go to bible study together that was the other funny line because she says a couple that prays together stays together and he says i thought it was a couple that lays together stays right. together yeah all right we have some questions from producer kelly how did zooey do with the accent in good girl and also, uh, was Zooey the best part of The Good Girl? I mean, it didn't even... No, she was not the best part of The Good Girl at all. Like, she didn't have enough of a part. And how'd she do? Like, uh, like not enough information. It's like when a soccer player comes on five minutes left to the game, and they give out grades at the end. Like, it's, he gets an N.A. Like, he, he wasn't <laughs> on the field wasn't on the field long enough, you know? Uh, are John C. Riley and Jennifer Aniston the ultimate lash theory, or is that Bubba and the woman he is with at the end? And John C. Riley and Jennifer Aniston, that's pretty strong. I mean, Jennifer Aniston's going to win lash theory against everyone. Like, the old, old, like she, tried, she tested it. She tested, she tested lash theory as hard as anyone's ever tested it with the Brad Pitt thing. Well, no, I mean, that's 
that's I I would say they're equally as attractive. That's what I'm saying. That was a a real stretching of the theory, but in general, yes, John Jennifer Aniston in a in a movie like this is going to you know prove Lash theory. Um. Okay. Uh. Director of The Good Girl directed an episode of New Girl, the first Thanksgiving episode with Justin Long. Any similarities in the vibe? Did you know that, Akila? I did not. I did not. I, I mean, I think this was a disaster. Uh, they they did a bad job, but, you know, I'm sure he's talented. Miguel Arteta. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let's. So final thoughts on The Good Girl. I really didn't like it. I would give it like a five out of ten. I agree. Movies out of ten. Um, I I think there was a lot like the, just in terms of the cast. Like I don't think the story had much going for it. I do think maybe an actress with more dramatic range would have done a much better job. But I didn't care about any of these people, even though I've liked them in a million other roles. And uh, I think it was a flop. I, I I think they completely missed the mark and uh, not a fan. All right. On that note. I mean, look, I missed the end, and I missed some parts in the middle, and it really doesn't seem like I missed anything, which doesn't really say a lot for the movie. No, it do- it doesn't. It, it like a decent amount happened, but but also like nothing happened, and it wasn't interesting when it happened. Like it was again, like the the Wikipedia is more interesting than the actual movie. I think. Once again, uh, some more free labor being done by me for an app. In that, if God forbid you ever had this anywhere near the wheel, in some sort of Mike White. Uh, grab bag scenario you're welcome for saving you from ever doing that yeah, i don't think rob really wants to do a lot of mike white stuff but <laughs> are you a fan of the emoji movie okay um let's talk about the new guy now you're down on the new guy so is kelly spoiler alert she said the odds were really stacked against zooey starring in two projects where a man broke his penis yet here we are nothing more to say slash ask about this icky movie Oof. I mean, it's not a good, let me say, it's not a good movie. I just was expecting to hate it. And Mm -hmm. to me, unlike The Good Girl, this was way more nostalgic 2002 vibes. Now, definite a lot of, um, like, homophobia, a lot of uh, bullying that's hard to watch, a lot of, like, negative uh, terminology used. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, my God, this is my favorite movie. Like, the comedy just hits and it holds up at all. Um, but like, this is not, but just period. And also this is like a very like 2002 teen comedy. Yes. But yeah. But I think if you would look at all the late nineties, early 2000s teen comedies, I think like if we could sit for an hour and make a list, there's so many better ones than this. Oh my God. Unquestionable. That's why I've never seen this movie before. Like nothing about this. That was the peak. Of, of that genre and there was a zillion and like i mean this is better than like can't hardly wait probably or the same level which you know What's can't but hardly wait again I feel like jennifer love you it it was like pretty early i think and but like the most of those movies like varsity blues and uh what else is like early 2000 like 2001 2002 like uh of course american pie um uh, ten things I hate about you. Ten things I hate yeah. about you. Like every single, uh, she's all that. All of those movies are are objectively better than than this. And uh, DJ Qualls got cast in like forty things back then, and he's so bad in all of them. Like he doesn't have a good look, fine, but like he doesn't have a tra- excuse me, he doesn't have a traditional Hollywood look. But then 
the fact that he got was that supposed to be a compliment? Wait, why did he get so much work? But wait, was that supposed to be a compliment when you were like, he doesn't have a traditional look? Fine. Were, were you giving him that? <laughs> Is that like a point in his camp? No, I, it's a point against him. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because he's not a good actor. And he's a, a, like, and there's, there's nothing like to. I don't know why he got so many gigs. A road well, trip, which he, he's in, is uh, is another movie that's better than this. Um, yeah, I don't even know why, because I'm looking at his like filmography and I haven't really seen anything that he's in. But just like I never liked him. No. And I, what I will say I like about this movie is like in sort of the reverse of like. Uh, is 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 can hardly wait the epitome of when she like takes her glasses off and she's hot. No, I mean I know she's that happens. That, really. That's maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Like mm-hmm. in the in the in the not in the style of that where like a gorgeous actress like removes is like treated like crap for being unattractive when she's like clearly gorgeous. Like he is looks like a nerd you know what i'm saying like i'm not saying he deserves to be bullied in any respect for his appearance but i at least i i at least liked that there's not this like super hot stud that they're like trying to make look like someone who was bullied in the situation in high school um you know question why they would only cast a man who looks like this and never a woman but mm-hmm. you know let's yeah, not i don't go know too if deep. there was a female dj qualls back then yeah because they would never be famous right I mean, he was never famous either, to be fair. But I, but I, I get your point. Famous enough that we both were like, oh, we don't like this guy. Right. <laughs> we, knew, we knew him. <laughs> Look, all right. So basically, very, very simple, ridiculous premise. We don't need to go beat by beat through this movie by any respect. I think the most interesting thing about this movie is the 1,000 cameos they were able to <laughs> get. Um, that rival, T-Swift and Prince. Not really, but very interesting cameos. So basically, this... This is all being told from the perspective of uh, an inmate in prison named Luther, played by Eddie Griffin. And it's sort of a confusing... I know I said we don't have to go beat by beat, but this was sort of an interesting part to me. Like, there's this cold open of, like... I, I guess it's not a cold open in a movie. Whatever. There's this opening establishing shot that's, like... That's also not an establishing shot. Why do I try? Okay. Keep going. There's this scene... Where you're in the perspective of the person, you're seeing the perspective of the person sitting in like a telephone visit in person at a prison. Mm -hmm. And Luther's like, oh, you want to be inspired? You want to hear this story? Okay. Um, And basically this nerdy kid um, in high school who's senior year. Yeah, senior year. I hate that trope, by the way, that's always like, this is our year. It happens in Booksmart too. It's like, Senior year is not that different than any other year in high school, except in teen movies, where it's like, now I have this chance with, like, all of these new people who will forget right. how I've been the last 10 years we've gone to school together. Anyway, uh, Zooey's role is in the role of his group of three dorky friends. They also have a funk band where they do some fun funk covers. Anyway, he decides... Um, actually, now I forget how he ends up in jail with Luther. Well, he gets so there in the, in the middle of the movie. He gets there on he gets there on purpose, though. No, 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 no. The first thing that happens is he wait something happens 
Oh, he, uh, hold but on, isn't sorry. aren't we like flashing back then after that to show you what happened? Oh no, this is when he breaks his D, and then he's in the mall. Okay, th- I'm sorry. No, no. So all of this stuff in the beginning, the first like 20 minutes of the movie, is him getting bullied. There's this ridiculous scene where he gets an erection, speaking to a popular girl, and a librarian thinks it's a weapon, so like grabs it and rips it. It's like insane. He gets diagnosed with Tourette's, again, a fundamental misunderstanding of medical conditions, and gets put on drugs. At, while he's on drugs, he interrupts Gene Simmons playing like a reverend preaching about abstinence and preaches about like what a loser he is and how girls like you want to be abstinent then like be someone a girl would never want to talk to blah 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 and because he interrupts that he wakes up in jail with luther that's really where the movie like gets started Mm-hmm. pretty classic premise when were you asleep like let me know when something seems unfair. not yet at this point i was at this point i'm still awake so I do think that Baby Zooey's character here is like a solid pre-Jess. Like it's obviously not what Jess was in high school, but she is this like quirky, like she's wearing in the small scene, like a blue and pink cowgirl hat, like unironically, like she's wearing it as part of her outfit. It's not a costume. Um, so like I did think this was sort of clo- If anyone's closer to Jess, it's definitely this character and the new guy. The, yeah, this is much closer and she's got more to do. So he cracks a scheme with Luther of, like, Luther was a, quote, B in his other prison, then he got moved here, and, like, this is how his approach was. So you have to get expelled from your current school, and then I'll teach you how to be cool at your new school so you get, like, one last chance. And then there's this ridiculous montage, and you're sort of like, he's doing this whole, at least some, you have to suspend your disbelief for this terrible movie, but at least some movies try to pretend, like, visiting hours you know whatever like you're like how the hell is he just getting full run of this prison and then it's like the warden is like getting tattooed with them like this is a totally corrupt prison i mean i'm sure there's a lot of prisons that are corrupt now a hundred percent there are a lot of corrupt but i'm just saying like have you ever seen a movie where not have you ever seen but like he's like spending days there they're helping him. They drive yes. him to school. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it that is way, interesting. It's fun that it's like not even remotely like connected to like actual prison. Yeah, it's low low security, I guess. But Jay Rodriguez is there as a cameo um, from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Uh, Horatio Sands is there. <laughs> Ooh, he's like, canceled. Is he canceled? Yeah, he got canceled in like the last month. Okay. Um, I need Yosef to be telling me who's canceled. We'll get to that mm-hmm. later. Uh, but so basically he gets this like ridiculous montage and then he goes up to the new school. Elijah Dushku plays the popular girl. Some random dude plays the like popular guy and it works. He establishes himself as this cool guy who just got out of prison. Uh, he establishes himself even further by rejecting the like quote slutty girl who wants to sleep with him. That must mean he must hook up with so many girls if he doesn't want to sleep with her. So like he establishes all of this high school power in this sort of high school gross sitcom-y, not sitcom-y, high school teen movie way. Um, and like kind of there's no story. Like it just becomes like he's winning over Eliza Dushku. He's dissing his friends, but then he actually makes it up to them by booking them as the band for um, this big homecoming dance. And 
I think the central learning moment is Zooey's character says, like, something to the effect of, like, well, what's the difference between you and, like, every other, like, high school douchebag? Like, you're being everyone you hate kind of thing. And so then he goes back to the school and becomes this, like, hero bringing the popular kids and the bullied kids together and, like, abolishing bullying, um, period. I, you know, whatever. I, that's sort of, like, crammed in there as, like, the whole message of the story. Um, and then it also sort of becomes a football movie. This um, You must have been yes. asleep for the football part. No, no, I saw the whole th- I mean, I, I I rewatched the whole thing, so... Um, oh, I thought... I was like, that's fine. Fall asleep and don't no, keep he, watching it. He, yeah, he's like the master motivator for the football team that's never won a game, and then he starts doing, like, movie parodies and motivating, and then they, like, get to the championship game. It's absurd that he is credited with them winning for the first time in five years by just, like, being there and making, like, a... Like, if, it, if you were on the speech. team and this idiot took credit, like, you'd stuff him in a locker afterwards. <laughs> um, yeah, like, he does try to tell Eliza Dushku about, like, I wasn't really in jail, this isn't really my story, but... Aside from the, like, I came from prison thing, which he was in jail, I didn't really understand there's this, like, big threat of being exposed for who he really is. Like, I don't know that he was really lying about anything else. Like, I didn't really understand, like, what a big, like, horrendous lie this would be if it came to light. And spoiler alert, it comes to light because, of course, he, like, because he's riding a bull, don't worry about it, he's, like, unable to actually confess to her. And then at the homecoming game... The QB recognizes him when he at the, the old school quarterback recognizes him. So he shows up to try to expose him. He gets humiliated to the sounds of she's the girl all the bad guys want, which was great nostalgia for the 2000s. And the football guy shows up to homecoming and rolls the footage of him being humiliated and the broken penis. And somehow that looks bad for him that this guy bullied him and all of the anti-bullying agreed Upon st- all the students who agreed to stop bullying, start bullying again. Bullying is back. Bullying is back, and then Eliza Dushku doesn't care because she actually did the same thing, and she used to be uncool, and she used to be called Danny Boy, or what, what did she used to be called? Dan the Man. <laughs> Danny mm-hmm. Boy. Danny Boy. And whatever, Luther shows up because his speech doesn't work to motivate anyone to like him again, and... They do the same bullying to the bad guys, to Connor. They bully the bad guys. Bullying the bad guys is fine. You're allowed to do that. And then there's this great misdirect from Zooey where she hugs him. It's like, you've inspired me. I have to let someone know how I feel about them. And he's like, uh. And she makes out with, like, this guy who's been, like, with them the whole time. Mm -hmm. Why do you check her armpit? I don't know, sure. Because he's so afraid of being gay. There's, like, so much gay panic in his character. So, like, I mean, I, the late 90s, this is still, like, 02, so it's late in the era. But, like, the late 90s, there was a lot of gay panic in, in you know, cinema and TV. So Cinema. T- terrible so, well, band this is name. Not their, cinema. Ban- <laughs> their, their band name is Suburban Funk. Awful. I mean, awful. Horrible. The only kind of music that matters, funk. That's what he says when someone asks him what they play. <sighs> All right, I think that's These movies it. both sucked, honestly. They I, like look. I don't want to be on record of saying like this is a good movie. It's not a good movie, but I did find it more watchable. This isn't than joyless. The good girl. The other one I thought was joyless, and like completely yes, it wasn't joyless. supposed to be, but it was even like I'll like 
I just watched um, a show. Tell me if you think this is interesting. <laughs> for you, for you, no, it's not interesting that I watched it, but maybe you. No, be I just like, I like that setup. Tell me if you think this is interesting. Um, I watched a show called Made last week. Oh yeah, you is, and everybody else in society. Oh, you, so you know about Made? I, I think Made really didn't media. benefit from from Squid Game. I think if Squid Game didn't yeah. exist, Made would mm-hmm. be more talked about. Would have been the thing of the month. Yeah, I agree. I'm more interested in reading that book. Did you like it? Well, set it. I, I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. I I. I don't know. The book, I don't people seem to not like the book or not like her as much. Yeah, I loved it. I love every I would have watched a hundred episodes of Made. Like I was sa- like so sad with it. The idea over. of you cleaning something is so like fantastical. It's like other mm-hmm. people It was science know, fiction. Watching people yeah. ride uni- unicorns, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um well, no, what's but the I love the premise is uh similarly she is in a abusive marriage. And um, and decides to get out at the very beginning of it's nine episodes and they have a daughter and she gets out, but she has no money. And it like it gets very detailed, like into the nitty gritty of like how hard the system is to get out when you have no money. You need a job, but you can't get a job because you can't afford daycare and you can't get housing. You know, it, it gets so it, it's it's it can be it, at, at times it is very. um it's like uh, it episode can, two of Squid Game. Yeah, it can get it can get a little rough. Did it you can, end up watching Squid Game? I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you believe that I watched that? I'm kind of surprised. Allie from the editing room. I know you probably didn't have Squid Game spoilers uh, on your new guy, good girl jar bingo card. But if you are extremely spoiler adverse and you have not watched um, Squid Game yet. What are you doing? But also skip ahead like literally a minute and a half. Akiva just says something that could be considered a spoiler. So I'm giving you enough time to skip ahead. All right. Back to the show. And But you watched it with English subtitles. I watched it dubbed. I mean dubbed. You watched it dubbed. The well, that's not not watching. You make it sound like, yeah, you didn't really watch it because you watched no, it dubbed. No, but, but my main – I have no problem with someone watching it that way. But my main takeaway was like I really liked it. And then those VIP guys come in and they're doing awful dubs and it and it's like so different than the rest of the movie and it's clearly like someone set up a Siri basically and like fed lines from like a, a bot almost and the like the, the VIPs are just so generic and clearly not well, American. I mean, we're accidentally like spoiling Squid Game if people haven't watched it with yeah, no true. preparation or Sorry. warning. You uh, might, like I we think might look, need Allie from the editing room before that. Sorry. I, I think um that didn't bother me because they were wearing masks. I think the hardest part about watching it dubbed is watching people's lips move in different ways. But I want to just be clear. I only watched it dubbed because when I first turned it on, it was dubbed. Like, I didn't realize yeah. that I was being served up to me as an option. So if you're going to yeah. watch Squid Game and you don't know that you can change it, you can change definitely, it. Yeah, definitely watch it in Korean with the subtitles if uh, if you can. Honestly, um, from what I hear, watch it in Korean if you understand Korean because the translation left a lot to be desired. That's what I heard, too. But that... <laughs> I can't. I'm not. I'm not so are gonna, you going on nothing but Netflix to talk about made? I don't think I'm the right person for that. Uh, and also, I think it'll be over by the time they get to it. Uh, unless they're getting into it this week. I don't know. But um, you mean the buzz around made or ne- you think nothing but Netflix is going to end? Before no, 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 no. The buzz around made. I'm saying like <laughs> I don't like it's out. It's been out for a few weeks. And it's I, I also like Rob's going to watch nine episodes of that. It's like an hour each. That's a big ask. Well, that's my question about um Anything like that. Good for them. All right. Check that out. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, yes. Rob Sisternino and the Great Chappelle are covering 
trending shows on Netflix on RHAP, nothing but Netflix. And Kiwi went on to talk about Seinfeld, which you would have known because we discussed it on the podcast, but it was on the lost part of the oh, podcast. Oh, we got lost. Okay. All right, so let's talk about the cameos in mm -hmm. New Guy because nothing else really to say about it. Um, so we said we had Horatio Sands, Gene Simmons, Jay Rodriguez, Tony Hawk, Tommy Lee Jones, and then the surprise at the end is that um, David Hasselhoff is the one who came in to seek advice from Luther, yes. not not you as the yeah, audience. Yeah, they've not been talking to us the whole time. They've been talking to the Hoff. Like, why? Okay, like, Why? I guess he was like the punchline of a lot of jokes back then, if you remember. Like, every, a lot of jokes ended with, like, David Hasselhoff. So I guess it was a big reveal. I yeah. don't know who that person would be now. Um, we could spitball and figure it out, but it wouldn't be him. I mean, it, then there was, like, a big Chuck Norris period. Yep, yep. It could have been. That would have been great, Chuck Norris after that. I'm trying to think of who else, who would be now. Like, who's meme culture, basically? Mm-hmm. Um, while we yeah. think about it, Vanilla Ice plays like a former bouncer who gets like really annoyed at a record store. Jerry O'Connell, according to Wikipedia, who was Jerry O'Connell in this? I don't even remember. Okay. They, they credit James Brown as a cameo, which is very bizarre. The yeah, Tony like Hawk is footage. like legit in it also. My yeah, coworker, Tony Hawk. I don't know who some of these people are. Oh, oh Kyle Gass from Tenacious D. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jermaine Dupree, Sea uh, Murder, Josh Todd, Henry Rollins, Horatio Sands, Cool Modi, Tommy Lee, Master P. Where was Master P? I miss Master P. I don't remember, honestly. All right, a lot, a lot of cameos. A lot of so cameos. who's the most famous cameo? Gene Simmons. Uh, the most famous. Um, is Gene Simmons more famous than I think David Hasselhoff internationally is probably the most famous, right? I mean, David Hasselhoff, to me, has, like, the same name recognition. Let's just consider U.S. Uh, as, like, Vanilla Ice. But is he the most famous? I think he is. You think Lyle, Vanilla Ice? Lyle Lovett is, like, not even a cameo. He's he's legitimately in it. Do you know Lyle Lovett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the dad. Mm -hmm. He plays the dad. This The first album I ever had was Lyle Lovett because I didn't listen to music as a kid. I just, like, watched sports, and I didn't have, like any desire to and my parents aren't music people really uh and like my mom's boss for my birthday one year gave me a lyle love it cd he's like he didn't i don't think they had any kids or knew anything about kids and like they that's what they gave me and so i, I never opened it i think it like stayed in the package forever but uh like I, I was old enough to know like oh this is a terrible gift um but uh yeah lyle love it cd was the first album i ever technically had although i didn't really take ownership of it is the person who would be in the David Hasselhoff seat like Kim Kardashian now? Like she Paris could be. I, I don't think you'd get her. You could get it, Paris Hilton for sure a few years ago. I think the joke still works if it's Paris Hilton, but I don't think that would be your... What was your, the joke? It's just like, is he, why was he there? I like. I have that. no idea. I think I was just I so excited know. to turn it off. I was yeah. just like, oh, it's David Hasselhoff and turn it off. I don't know. It's a good question. I think it's someone in the like reality tv but like more famous than that that's why i went to kim kardashian mm -hmm. yeah I, i'm i'm not sure but i mean i guess like if it, it was like tv then you could do um you know whoever like the star of the minute is versus like you know hoff had like five ten years where he was the he was like the guy you're joking about i think eminem was probably there at that time also could have been eminem and that would have been like a 
like he was a little meme then and maybe you could get him for something like this all right uh producer kelly again someone send producer kelly a cookie a trophy a mm-hmm. applause your appreciation yeah. a win on for Twitter. the Kansas city chiefs oh good um definitely that so she says director of the good girl oh no i'm sorry uh who is quirkier, Zooey and New Girl, Good Girl, or New Guy? I don't know. We don't know enough about her here. What do you think? I mean, I, I just, I think, like, the quirkier side is definitely, like, New Girl, Good Guy. I think she's she's more like alt in the Good Yeah, she's girl. alt. She's not, I agree, she's alt. All right, I think that wraps it up. But the good news is we'll never have to talk about those movies again. Excellent. Yeah, that is that is a big highlight. <laughs> Imagine if we somehow got stuck watching those movies again. Um, <laughs> I, I don't see a world, but I guess never say never. Um, we have a lot of banana treats. Let's let's replay. Uh, let's reset up the IKEA thing because I don't want that to be lost to history, and I think that gets referenced again in the clip I want to play today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But you want to set up what happened there? The IKEA thing? Well, just the okay. So Mara was Yosef requ- asked Mara to make a list of items he wanted to purchase at IKEA. And oh, we've reviewing. still never played this before. Well, we did. I it was we lost. Played this. Oh, I we thought did. we played that lost. weeks ago. We did. It was two weeks okay. ago, and this was lost. Got so, it. So, um, all right. Here is uh, uh, Yosef and his father, played by Akiva Whitaker, uh, reviewing the IKEA list. Joseph, I'm looking at your shopping list. Okay, sorry. Shopping list. What is a light-up toaster? It's a thing that that you need for sleeping, and if you want to wake up, you have two things. One light-up toaster and one lamp, so you can see what monsters do in your house and put cameras up. What is a boy's kitchen? That's something... That you cooking ducks for you, you and oh, so like a kitchen, but for boys, no girls allowed. You're saying? Wait, yes. And then one more. What <laughs> exactly does a four year old need a spatula for? Oh my God! Sorry. Took pancake in my boy kitchen. <laughs> I love that. Cook pancakes in my boy's kitchen. Like, duh, dad. Yeah. Yeah, obvious. Idiot. I also love this. I'm not going to play the full clip of this one yet, but I do want to just play the beginning because it is so funny. And it is such like me and you when it's 3 a.m. for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm Yosef. You're Yosef. I'm you in this situation. Oh, um, but before we get to that, sorry, the energy has just been, it's been a bit chaotic week for both of us. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot. Whatever. Oh. So the boy kitchen, girl kitchen concept is that no girls allowed. Uh, But he also had something about a girl's bedroom on his list. Yes. And I asked him what that was. And he said, uh, he said, that's for mommy. So she doesn't have to share a bedroom with you. (laughs) And I don't know if that her idea was hers or if he thought of it himself. (laughs) Well, you pointed out that um, he shares a room. And you'd think that his priority would be that. I think mm. he did also have another boy room on the list, but like he's also looking out for his mom. I think he knows if she gets her own room, he could probably like sneak in there most nights. 
<laughs> All right, so here's my favorite Yosef greeting. Hey, Yosef. What? So. <laughs> hey, Yosef. What? Okay. Um, and then this was great. This this happened today, so here we go. Yosef, you just said something that could get you canceled. No, I could never. Tell get me what you canceled. said. What'd you say? You're canceled. No, I'm not canceled. You're you just... are canceled. What you just said that only girls are allowed in the kitchen. Well, that's very controversial. Why? Oh, oh, so you drew a line in, in the house. Yeah, you didn't draw it, I understand. It's a figurative drawing. You come back here. That you you made like uh put a bunch of like jump ropes and hula hoops and whatever. A, a tape measure? There's a tape measure there. So and only girls are allowed on that. So get back here. Get back here. We gotta finish the banana minute. It's a fail. But what I love about that is he's he could be canceled, except he doesn't say girls are only allowed in the kitchen, yeah. which I think would be more of a risk. Mm -hmm. Well, but then I went to like try and record a podcast and I tried to go on the girl's side to get to my room and he started yelling and shrieking and trying to ruin the podcast. So he he was really trying to enforce the boundaries. What a fun house that you have so many jump ropes and hula hoops and tape measures available. Yeah, these kids really have access to a lot of a lot of tools (laughs) that they should not. Um, Do you think he could teach you how to use a tape measure? I mean, he definitely knows better than me. (laughs) Um, but could no, he teach me how to use a hula hoop? Cute. I'm, I'm pro- that's probably beyond me. <laughs> I can never. You, you also like at the beginning, you don't really hear it, but he says, "I could never be canceled." I love when he goes, "I'm not canceled." <laughs> does he you know what canceled? Being, no, does he know what being canceled? He doesn't know. No idea. Well, I mean, I think you underestimate what your kids know because he said it no, like but he doesn't hear that. We don't talk about like that. Like he, he truly does not know. He might know, it's like, like your the girls don't know what like, proms are. And no, he knows. Like, let's say he knows that it's like a bad thing. Like, like he knows, like uh, our plans got canceled for tomorrow. So he knows what the word canceled uh, is, but I don't think he knows within context. You're canceled. Very cute. Well, hopefully, we're not canceled after talking about these movies. Um, thank you to. I think I already thanked this person, but we've definitely gotten more reviews. I see the number going up. So if you want me to thank you, like I'm going to thank mm-hmm. Kate C97. Uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. You can subscribe through Apple Podcasts, uh, through Spotify, through whatever your, we don't say podcast, your, your favorite podcast listening yeah. device, app, whatever. Yeah. I don't like um, We'll be back next week um, for season three, episode one of New Girl. And would you believe it, Akiva? I'm laying down on the job. I forgot to look up the episode name. So while I do that. Yeah, it's you could check out no you could check me out talking about the challenge uh brian will be joined by the great mari uh this week because i'm off um so you could check that out at com slash i'm slash new girl old guy nope slash challenge itunes um you can you got check a subscribe TV button out. now on there also oh on the website uh, yeah, I think he brought put in. Yeah, ask them, but I think they put in subscribe buttons on all the podcasts. Whatever, you know where to find us. Mm-hmm. You can check out Kiwi over on Renap playing Family Feud with TikTok Nicole, and mm-hmm. you could check him out on the uh, patron and regular versions of Thirty Two Fans talking about football. All right, Kiwi. Yep. To remind you, we just ended Shivrang and Cece's wedding. Schmidt has just run away. 
from Cece and Elizabeth. Winston is being taken to the hospital uh, for injuries, and Jess and Nick are in a car to nowhere. The episode is called All In. Okay. Um, All In, Nick becomes a professional poker player. All right. We will see if Nick wins it all in Season 3, Episode 1 of New Girl All In. Until then, Keith, have a good week. I'll see you next week. You too. Bye. My pay to my dad, my pay to my dad, my pay to my dad.